Hi, I'm Simon Theakston, and welcome to the 2021 Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year. The way the global obsession with the crime genre continues to grow year on year is simply astonishing, and this year's long list proves the remarkable talent on offer in crime writing from legends of the craft to eager-eyed newcomers. The short list is already too close to call, so we encourage everyone to get voting. A hearty toast of Old Peculiar to all our long-listed authors for this coveted award, and we look forward to what we know will be a fiercely fought competition. In the meantime, I'm going to have a glass of Old Peculiar, because they say an Old Peculiar and a crime novel go very well together. I'll tell you why if you come to the festival in July. Good health. Hello, I'm Joe Haddow, and this is our series of interviews with the Theakston's Old Peculiar Crime Novel of the Year Award Long Listees, produced and curated by Harrogate International Festivals in partnership with the title sponsor, Theakston's Old Peculiar. And today I'm joined by an international best-selling author and rock star who, know, who I know loves a little pint of Theakston's. It's Mark Billingham. Hello. I'm, hello, Joe. How are you? I'm all right, mate. I'm all Good. the better for Good. seeing you. You too. Um, and I say uh, rock star because earlier I spoke to Val McDermott and we were talking about how much she missed playing music. And I imagine that's the same for you, isn't it? Oh, it's killing us. It's really killing us. I mean, we had we had a, a nice little tour lined up, actually, just before lockdown. And um, the highlight of which would have been uh, the Queen's Hall in Edinburgh, which was going to be a mighty, a mighty gig for us. And obviously went the same way as, as everything else. Look, in the scheme of things, it's a very minor uh, a minor little upset, isn't it? Considering, you know, considering what people have been going through. But yes, yeah, we, we can't wait to get back up there and, and show off shamelessly. Not content with just Glastonbury, you needed the full tour. The full a tour. Work. I mean, I, you know, look, it, I think it was about six shows, but to us, <laughs> you know. Hey, that's, that's a tour, isn't it? Raising Stoke, Edinburgh, <laughs> Swindon. You can see the T-shirt. Absolutely, absolutely. Lots of that. But we will be back. We will be back. And we can't wait for it. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, it, 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 it's been for musicians, you know, more than, more than many, you know, it's just been a, a, a terrible year. And I, I for one, oh, can't yeah. wait to get uh, back musicians, to Musicians, for comedians, for anybody Actors, who, yeah, yeah, yeah. anybody who, who makes a living out of performing live, yeah. um, you know, that's an extra little perk for the likes of me and, and Val, but it, the pandemic hasn't, hasn't, you know, so far interfered with our, with our main job, which is writing, you know. No, indeed. And uh, congratulations on, on being long-listed um, for Cry Baby. Uh, this is a, a Tom Thorne novel. Many people watching will, will have read it already. They may know of it. But uh, for those that don't, can you just sort of uh, set the scene? Because it's it's set before your first ever Tom Thorne book, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a special book for me, this one, because it was the 20th book. So I, I wanted to do something special and different. So I decided to go back in time. Not in a kind of weird time machine <laughs> way. Where I thought, um, so it's set. Yeah, it's set before the action of Sleepyhead. It's set in 1996. So I was able to to write about a time I could remember pretty well. It's all set during the Euro '96 football tournament. Um, but at that time, it, it, you know, this isn't when crimes were solved with CCTV and mobile phones and none of that stuff. Yeah. You know, the mo most technologically advanced bit of kit Tom Thorne has is a pager. <laughs> not even not even one with text on it just beeps on his belt and he has to go into a phone box if he can find one that somebody hasn't weed in and uh and go yeah it's a detective sergeant thorn as he was there so it enabled me to do that but it also enabled me to write about a very different 
Tom Thorne, Tom Thorne as a married man, still married, just both his parents alive. So I could write about him as a, as a husband and as a son. Um, all those things I hadn't really been able to do before. Um, so yeah, it was, it was exciting to go back and he's got a, an interesting case to crack. Just set up the story for those who haven't read it yet. Well, it's, it's set, it, it opens in a, in a playground. Um, it's a very weird uh, children's playground. It's a, one I know very well because it's where I used to take my own kids. It's in Highgate Woods in North London, and you are literally in the middle of these woods. <laughs> There's this playground, and two, you know, two kids and their mums are two boys and their mums are playing, and then one of the mums nips off to get a cup of coffee, and the other mum is watching the two kids, and she takes her eye off them, and they run into the woods. They run out of the playground into the woods, and only one of them comes back. And so Thorn Thorn has to investigate this this uh, very urgent missing child case but then people connected to the case start to die and he knows the only way he's ever going to find this boy is if he finds out why people connected to the case have been murdered and although fun to to write thorn as a younger man and yeah. you know with all these t- technologies that, that he, he doesn't have he doesn't have yeah was it also quite challenging because you you're so used to writing him as you know as he is now and and, and have yeah, been going year absolutely on year. Yeah. absolutely i had to imagine what he would be like as a much younger man um but the great thing you have is it's funny i heard another crime writer the other day who, who writes a series describe the stuff that you take with you from book to book as like jacob marley dragging his chains around <laughs> You know, you have all this backstory. You have all this stuff which yeah. has happened in, in 19 different books, right? Um, and you have to kind of honour that. You can't pretend it hasn't happened, you know. But I didn't have any of that. I didn't have any of that. What I had instead was I was able to put sort of reverse Easter eggs in. So put things <laughs> yes. into this book that people who knew the series would go, oh, I know what that's going to turn into. And the best fun was that this is the book where Thorne meets Hendrix for the first time. And Hendrix is his... You know, as readers of the series will know, he's his close working colleague, his best friend, his only friend, really. Um, so to have them meet for the first time and hate each other. Yeah. I had such fun with that. <laughs> I had such a lot of fun with that. You're, you're in a, a, a quite a interesting position as, a, as an author of, of a series character, whereby now there's you, you could almost point people to, to read the very first book. It's, say someone has never read a Thorn book. They could go back and read Crybaby from the start. And, and of course, a lot of readers who follow the series are going back and, get, and getting those reverse Easter eggs, as you say. Do you think, would you encourage people to now go back from the it's, very beginning? It's tricky. People, have, people who, who haven't read any of the books have gone, where should I start? Should I start yeah. with book one, The Sleepyhead, or the prequel, Crybaby? And I, I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. I, it's a tricky one. I mean, almost as many people have been in touch going, okay, well, I've read them all and I've got them all. And I've got Crybaby but where do I put it on the shelf? Yes. Do I put it before <laughs> Sleepyhead? Or after, you know, people get very worked up about that stuff. Where does it go in the order of books? It's, you know, if you haven't read any, it's certainly a perfect entry point because, you know, there won't be, there won't be loads of stuff in it where you're going, hey, I've no idea what he's talking about because I haven't read any of the others. So, yeah, yeah it's yeah. a perfectly good place to start. <laughs> and you're no stranger to this award, um, but it, it, it must feel great uh, to be longlisted again. You know, this is this is such a sort of coveted prize. Um, oh, so gosh, of course it is. How do you feel? I mean, the, day, the day you get blasé about stuff like this is the day you should, you know, break, yeah. have your pen snapped across, <laughs> your, across your knee and be thrown out of the, you know, the Crime Writers Gang. Oh, no, of course it is. This is the biggest crime writing festival in the world. And, you know, to be, to be longlisted for this award is, is always an amazing honour.
and yeah. uh, now I'm thrilled, especially for this book, as I say, for, for book 20, yeah. you know, it's um, terrific. It's big, you know, it's a big, big moment, big achievement, isn't it? You know, to think 20 books in and, you know, when you were writing number one, um, not not knowing how many thorns there would be. I didn't even was... know there was going to be number two, Joe. <laughs> that's the thing. Um, <laughs> and, oh, gosh, I mean, you know, that's the first question I was asked when publishers were, were, were um, when I was going through the, the you know, at who's going to, going to publish the book process. And yeah. the first thing every publisher said was, is it the start of a series? And I just went, yes, <laughs> you do. Well, you know, you do that. It's that thing. It's like when you're an actor and you go, they go, can you ride a horse? Yes thinking I'll learn to ride a horse or, you know, can you play the trumpet? Oh, gotcha. So obviously what they wanted was a series. So I said, yeah, I could. Little, little knowing I'd still be writing about him two decades later. And we we met at Harrogate for the very first time. It's, it holds a very special place in all of our hearts and, and all the long-listed authors are saying how much they missed it last year. And oh. you, you've been there. From the very beginning. So um, h- how was it missing it last year? And what are you looking forward horrendous. to when we're, I, when we're getting back n- together? I've never missed a Harrogate. I've been to every single festival. Uh, you know, it's the weekend you mark out in the diary for uh, every yeah. year. You know, you know what you're going to be doing that weekend in July. Um, it was horrendous. It was horrendous. Not just I don't get a chance to go and, you know, do silly bits of showing off and talk about my book, but I don't get to hang out with, you know, uh, thousands of, of people, readers, writers, all your mates. I mean, it's 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 like our annual general meeting. You know, it's like we all get only a lot more fun. Um, <laughs> a lot more alcohol. Is the agenda's uh, a bit better. The agenda is a lot better. Um, it was it was awful. It was a real jolt. You know, a real wrench. Not not to be in Harrogate this summer. Mm. Um, and we cannot wait to be there this summer. It's going to be it's going to be very special. I asked Eva Dolan uh, the, the the thing that she sort of missed the most about Harrogate, and her answer was the quiz. <laughs> well, hey, well, it, the quiz will be back. Val and I, <laughs> Val and I, will be doing the quiz as we do every year. It's amazing how how ludicrously hard fought it gets, and how <laughs> how you know how people get worked up, storming up to the front of the stage, going, "No, I think you'll find that was Agatha Christie's seventh book, not a." And you go, "Well, oh, calm down, easy, just a bit of fun." <laughs> I mean, it's not, of course, because there's a trophy, you know, there's an engraved trophy, oh, which has yeah. been around the world now. That trophy, the, the only quiz trophy, I think, in, uh, in history that's been on the set of The Wire. Um, <laughs> it, it has travelled. Yeah, it has. It's been on the set of The Wire. How did it get there? Because it was one, uh, one year by a team uh, featuring David Simon, who, of course, created The Wire. No so he way. took it, he took it back with him, and it was on the set of the wire. Um, every year, the worst thing is making sure we get the trophy back from whoever whoever wins it the year before. Um, but no, it takes that's longer always, than writing the questions. Yeah, and and the best thing is always seeing the people who who have had a few too many to drink on the Saturday night, and it gets to like ten o'clock, or whatever. And they go, should we have should we have a go at the quiz? Look, there's a quiz. And like, there's always one team of just oh, people who are just off their face, just going Agatha, Agatha. <laughs> I think it's a girl on a train. Yeah, some, some girl on a, on a train. That'll be it. That's it's fun. You, but then there are people who would not dr- dream of having a drink because they want to win that quiz so badly. Oh, so, the, yeah. the competitiveness. Well, I could yeah. see it in Eva's eyes, and she she's gunning and gunning for that trophy this okay. year. I can tell okay. you. <laughs> um, well, we look forward to seeing you there when we're all back uh, yeah. and and things are a little bit 
back to normal. And uh, remember, all of our long-listed books are available to buy from WH Smith. And if you've already read Mark's book, which so many will have, and you know that you want it to be the winner, well, why not cast your vote? You can head over to HarrogateThieakstonCrimeAward.com and tick his little name. Tick um, my name. Tick his <laughs> name or do or something or write it or, you know, just punch just it. Do that. Um what a pleasure to see you, even though it is virtually. And uh, here's to here's to Harrogate's 2021, when we can enjoy a pint yeah. of extents together. See you very soon, mate.